0: Hi, everybody. This is Norman with your daily podcast, We Go For It. We're sharing stories and observations for the boldly aspiring. This is episode 10 of season two. We Go For It, sharing stories and observations for the boldly aspiring underdogs. Episode 10, positive thinking versus pragmatic problem solving and the action bias. You know, the other, a few years back... I was giving a seminar to a group of educators at a university and I bumped into an old friend. I hadn't seen him in a while and I explained to him what I was doing. I explained that I was coaching and providing seminars for personal and professional development. And he said to me, oh yeah, the power of positive thinking kind of in a dismissive way, as if he understood everything about everything. And I I didn't really say anything to him at that time. I was busy in my own world, doing my own things, and, you know, I kind of was a little bit miffed that somebody would speak that way about something that I value so highly, which has affected my life so, so much. So I just let it pass. But as time went on, that comment irked me. It really bothered me, this whole, well, positive thinking. So much to the point that I really grew to hate that term, positive thinking. I don't like terms that people use to try and understand something that they don't even bother to read about or listen to about at all. So when we think about positive thinking, which is really a, a misnomer. What are we talking about? Well, positive thinking is, first of all, exactly that. It's thinking. And I think it's important to define, to understand the different elements in a particular term. In this case, what is thinking? Well, what do we mean by it? Well, a lot of people mistake brain activity for thinking. They're playing old stories in their heads, they are thinking about or reflecting on something someone said, or they are simply remembering old stories, or just kind of going through habitual ideas that run through their minds on a regular basis, maybe every day. They call that thinking. Thinking is much more than that. Thinking is the first step in creation, and creation is, by nature, our birthright. We have been placed on this earth to create. We are destined, you could say, we are condemned to create. To create what? Well, we're going to create results. Whether we like them or not, whether intentionally or not, we are constantly creating results. You see, thinking is not simply taking age-old quote-unquote wisdom or ideas and running them through our minds over and over again. That's not thinking. You see, thinking is when we take an idea, we or we originate an idea, we take a good look at it, we analyze it, And we make a decision as to whether that idea is good for us or not, or whether it would actually help us move in a particular direction that we want to, or if it's something that vibes with us. And if it does, we incorporate the idea and we act on it. And if we don't, well, then we discard it. That, in a nutshell, is thinking. You see, another thing also that people often confuse is that they place their, they think that their feelings come before their thinking. And we allow our thinking to take a second, a back seat, so to speak, to our feelings. But when we do that, what we're basically doing is abrogating our responsibility as creative beings. By allowing our feelings to determine what we think, we're putting the cart before the horse. So basically what we need to do is to understand and then to apply that everything starts with thinking. There was a quote from the Bible that I heard in a in a seminar many, many years ago by a gentleman named John Canary, and he, and he quoted saying, we were given dominion over the birds that fly in the air, the fish that swim in the sea, and the creatures that creep upon the earth. And then he went on to say, or to ask, were we given dominion over all these things, but not our results? Well, the answer is obvious. We have been given dominion over our results as well, whether we buy into that or not. And the reason why we have dominion is because we can think. So what are we thinking about? Can we relegate our thinking to mindless positivism, Pollyannism? Oh, just think positive, everything's going to turn out for the best, just have positive thoughts, just think about how good things will be, blah, 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 positive thinking. So is that what we're really talking about when we talk about our power to create? You see, very important thing is that you cannot have effective physical action without effective mental action. They are different yet complementary levels of the same spectrum. They are both activities. You see, Thinking is no less an activity than running or jumping, and if you delve into this into the material of the mind, how we think, how we operate, you'll understand that thinking is the most difficult work of which we are capable, and it is also the most rewarding work of which we are capable. So if we if we take a look at that and say, well, thinking, you know, what am I thinking about? How am I thinking about it? we start to become more pragmatic in our way of thinking. And there's nothing wrong with being cheerful and being happy. But I I believe that that cheerfulness and happiness, it really should be based on something solid, not simply, you know, I'm going to tell everyone that I feel happy and I'm going to just think, you know, happy disjointed thoughts and it's going to make a difference. I think that a person that does that, for the most part, is going to be disappointed because they're not building on anything solid what am i talking about well when we're thinking it's important that we be clear and honest with ourselves what are we thinking about and why you see when we think thoughts that are actually beneficial for us they always they can always be applied in some way, to make our lives better on the physical plane, and simply thinking positive thoughts, quote unquote, about how things can will be better, about how the uh, things happen for a reason—I've heard that many times—I think it's wasted energy. What you should be thinking of is pragmatic open-ended solutions, answering open-ended questions as to how I can continue to move forward, to continue to live a life that I would like to live or to live a life that I have freely chosen. And when we start to do that, then yeah, this constructive thinking is is positive. The results are going to be positive for you. You're, you're moving along in that direction, and you're basing yourself on solid ground because you're looking at a particular context. It's not simply things will be better, uh, everything's going to work out well. You don't know that. You don't know that unless unless you start to think seriously about what you're doing to find solutions, to find ways around obstacles, to grow to continue to become the person that would be, do, or have whatever it is you're shooting for. If you're not doing that, then this whole idea of thinking is not going to help you. <laughs> it won't work in your favor. Now, there are, there are five, how could I say, directions of our thinking that are very helpful. You see, one of the problems that we face is that we often full victim to what is known as the misleading rhetorical question. The misleading rhetorical question. What is that? Well, a rhetorical question is one that never requires an answer. And these types of rhetorical questions that we that we really bombard ourselves with on a regular basis is, for example, I don't know, something's happened, Something something negative has happened, and what do we say? Oh, why does this always happen to me? how could I be so stupid? You know, when am I going to learn? Well, these are all rhetorical questions because you're never going to provide an answer to that type of a question. You're merely reinforcing a belief, an evaluation you already have of yourself. So rather than focus on that, why don't we go down to the foundation level? Let's go down to the grassroots and let's Take a look at five questions that would that would take us in a, in a, in a, good, in a good way. There are a good series of steps for us to start thinking in ways that are constructive and positive, quote unquote, for us. Here are the five questions. The first one: Is my thinking based on obvious fact? Is my thinking here based on obvious fact what I'm actually thinking about myself about my results about my relationships is it based on obvious fact is what is it that what 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 are, what are the signals that I'm getting and are they accurate if I think something is wrong, why do I think it's wrong? why is it wrong? What do I see there that is not working out not simply you know oh why am I so stupid or no, that's not That's not going to help. Uh, that, that's an open question that really has no answer, because there isn't one. But you might then have a look at a question like, you know, what's a better way to do what I'm doing? I really want to get those six-pack abs. What combination of exercises can I do on a regular basis in order to get them? Not, oh, uh, I'll never get it, I've tried so hard, oh, why why am I so weak and I eat so much chocolate? You know, you ask these questions, it's like, you know, why are you wasting your air and your energy on these questions? They're never going to help you. So, is my thinking here based on obvious fact? Now, that type of a question, uh, the one about the abs, that's based on an assessment that, you know, I know... That there's a combination of exercises that can work for me i've seen a lot of other people out there no no better than me and they have they have the abs that i want okay so what do i need to do well let me start let me start checking let me start checking out some sources let's look at different exercises let's combine some routines find somebody who knows what they're talking about give a bit of advice start looking start hunting the brain will start looking for answers and solutions for you and you're going to feel a lot better asking those types of questions rather than that, that, you know, repetitive type of question that doesn't add anything to that rhetorical question. It just sinks you lower and lower into a belief that you already have about yourself. Stop it. Let's take a look at the second question. Will my thinking best help me protect my life and my health? This thinking, these thoughts that I'm having are they the best way for me to preserve myself to protect my life and my health are they good for me and we go and we go down to the very basic um elements your life and your health you know who you are you know if you're if what you're thinking is undermining your your life meaning your your daily Existence, your your happiness, your right to feel good about yourself, and then your health, mental and physical. Then it's probably not a good idea to hold on to that thought. And you can upgrade your thought. You can upgrade it like we do with all the software that we, all these software packages that we have. You can upgrade your thinking to okay. This this thought is not helping me. So what I'm going to do basically is change my thinking and ask more pragmatic questions. Questions that are actually concrete questions in how I can move forward towards what I want. That type of thinking will better protect my life and health. Our third question, will my thinking best help me achieve my short and long-term goals? Well, you have to have some goals. I I want something. I want to feel less depressed. I want to feel better about myself. Let's go with that. That's, That's a goal well, is what I'm thinking about myself on a daily basis helping me achieve that? And if it's not, then we're going to have to change it. We're going to have to change how we think about ourselves, which means we're going to have to go back and say, is my thinking here based on obvious fact? And what are the facts about myself? Real facts. If you're not able to figure out what those are, then you're going to need some help from someone. You're going to need a coach or a good friend or somebody who's going to T- be able to take a, an objective look at you and help you see what you are not capable of seeing at that time how about number 4 will my thinking here best help me avoid my most undesirable conflicts with other people quite often when we are thinking poorly about ourselves or we're not being constructive in our thinking we 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 have conflict we 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 try to find a way out of our problems and quite often it hurts other people or it or it it discomforts other people or it puts them out and it really doesn't do anything to improve our relationships there is no reason why you anyone has to be put out in order for you to live the kind of life that you want to live at all so is my thinking or will my thinking here best help me avoid my most undesirable conflicts with other people? And our last question, will my thinking here best help me feel the way I want to feel? How do I want to feel? How do I want to feel on a regular basis? What, what's that emotion that I want? Is it, is it peace? Is it calm? Is it happiness? Is it joy? I, I don't know. It's very personal. And if you are able to determine that, you say, well, I really want to feel, I want to feel at ease when I come home. I really want to feel at peace. I want to feel, I want to feel good about myself and about what I'm doing on a daily basis. Well, is my thinking helping me feel that way? Or am I constantly harboring the negative what if" question? Oh, What if this and what if that? And I'm sure this is going to be this and full of resentfulness and self-pity and fear those types of thoughts will never lead you to feel the way you sincerely want to feel unless, y- unless you get off feeling miserable all the time. That's your business. So if we take a look at thinking, you see, positive thinking is useless. Positive thinking in and of itself. Pragmatic, problem solving type thinking is what's going to move you forward and help you to, I don't know, live be, do, have, whatever it is you've chosen. There is a very big distinction. The second one requires a lot more work. Uh, it requires a lot more research into yourself, into what you want, into what it is you're thinking. Um, it may not be possible to do it alone. Um, positive thinking, you could, do it, you could do it alone at any time. Basically, uh, you know, grab grab any book of quotes and start start looking at them. I mean, that's what I mean. The quote the quoting industry is huge. You have quotes all over the place. That you can do on your own. It's easy. That's easy. It's very easy to do. But pragmatic problem solving type thinking to help you move forward. That's going to take a little bit of work. And so what? Aren't we here to create? So take a look at those questions. Take a look at being a bit more pragmatic in our thinking when we start to think about ourselves. Positivism, yeah, it's great. Be cheerful. I think it's important. The body can affect the mind, but you're going to have to go a little further than that. In our second part of this of this episode, we're going to look at a little story I had that um, kind of brings together this entire, this little piece about positivism and pragmatic thinking. And I hope I, you'll be uh, you know here with us tomorrow so we can share it. I wish you all a fantastic day, evening, or afternoon, wherever you are, whichever time zone you are currently gracing with your presence, and I wish you all the best, and I look forward to sharing ideas with you again tomorrow. Take care, and talk soon. Bye-bye.